Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Michael Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on Tuesday, September 22nd, 2022. Let's begin with a reading from Scripture. Today we'll read from 2 Timothy 2. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. May God bless the reading of his word. Well, this is the Morning Five, part of the That Sounds Fun network, and uh, so um, glad to be wrapping up another week with you. I've had more fun doing the Morning Five this week than any of the previous weeks. It keeps on uh, getting better, at least from from this end of things, (laughs) but uh, let's, let's get to the news. As I indicated in yesterday's Morning Five, Uh, Wednesday was a significant day at the United Nations General Assembly. A video message was delivered from Ukrainian President Zelensky in which uh, Zelensky uh, said that um, Russia deserved just punishment for its invasion uh, of Ukraine Uh, Zelensky called for a number of steps to be taken, including Russia losing its veto on the UN Security Council. Zelensky's video message was received with a standing ovation among those in attendance. Uh, President Biden also spoke at the UN General Assembly today. The overwhelming focus of Biden's uh, speech to the UN General Assembly was Russia, uh, really in a a way that was uh, quite stark. He indicated that if Russia doesn't face serious consequences for its action, then the whole post-World War II international order will be threatened in in a new and serious, serious way. Now, despite the steady stream of criticism towards Russia and President Putin uh, at the UN General Assembly. Putin 
does not seem to be backing down. Uh, the most recent indication of this is that Wednesday morning, President Putin announced a partial mobilization policy, uh, which would move 300,000 reservists into active military. This comes, as we've reported to you, after a series of significant losses. Uh, uh, the Russians have endured in Ukraine that uh, have led Putin, uh, at least for the time being, to, to double down. And so while this week at the UN General Assembly has presented a, a global condemnation of Russia's action, Putin uh, has taken action to only deepen and, and further extend a Russia's aggression towards, towards Ukraine. All right, that was probably two or three items of, of uh, the morning five. Uh, next up, the Fed, as expected, raised uh, interest rates uh, by three quarters of a percentage point. So this is uh, another significant interest rate uh, raise by the Fed. Uh, uh, the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, said that we've got to get inflation behind us. I wish there were a painless way to do that. There isn't. Uh, and so uh, this is, again, uh, the Fed acting in an aggressive way to try and get control of inflation, if it, even if it raises the risk of uh, a contraction in, in the economy. Finally, the U.S. House of Representatives voted on Wednesday to make significant changes to the Electoral Count Act. Uh, this is basically a 125, 135-year-old law that uh, defines the process for counting electoral votes for the presidency and the vice presidency uh, and, and the process for certifying uh, the winner of the presidential election. Uh, the bill would, uh, as an example of one of its measures, would clarify that the vice president serves in a, a ministerial role, in a in a functional role, not as uh, not as sort of a, uh, a principal decision maker uh, who can uh, overturn the results of an, an election, which uh, has been a relevant question recently. Um, the bill received the support of. All of the House Democrats and nine House Republicans. The Senate is working on its own bill to address the Electoral Count Act. Uh, it's expected to receive a vote uh, this session, but we don't have an exact time frame for, for that vote at this point. All right, that's the morning five for uh, today. Let's close with prayer. Dear Father, always near us. May your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. 
Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. Right, have a good weekend. Go Bills, squish the fish. Talk to you next week.